Welcome to the Almighty God and Gospel Girl podcast. Each week, you'll hear testimonies that turned failures into hope, despair into inspiration, and darkness into light, as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to overcome obstacles that can detour our Christian walk. Galatians 6.2 tells us to carry each other's burdens, and in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now here's your host, the Gospel Girl, Tammy Becker. Just imagine for a moment being a 15-year-old female. You are cornered in a bedroom with your boyfriend's mother and two of his sisters. You've just told them that you're pregnant. Your boyfriend has to leave for work and you're stuck there with them all alone. And what they try to do is something I never agreed to. Hi everyone, this is Tammy Becker. Thank you for turning in today to the Almighty God and Gospel Girl podcast. I am so glad that you have chosen to spend this few minutes with me today, and I hope that you find a blessing and value in what God is bringing us today. So I was that 15-year-old girl, and I have been brought up in church I am a Christian and was a Christian at that time. I'm now 58, and it's been a long time since, well, so many years ago that this happened. But every time I replay it in my mind or every time something that comes on the television these days about abortion or something in politics or anything that has to do with babies, my attention is bright-eyed and bushy-tailed because it's a topic that I have carried with me and my beliefs with me throughout my entire life. You see, I might not have made a good choice at the time by having sex at that young age. I had one boyfriend all through high school, and that is who I became pregnant by. I'm not saying I'm proud of it, but I wouldn't give her up for anything in the world. But it's just something that happened despite my Christian upbringing, despite my background, it still happened. And things like not just pregnancy, they happen daily to us. We, we are influenced we have pressures, peer pressure. It doesn't matter our age. We still get peer pressured. We can get pressure, peer pressured by our family, our spouses, our best friends, our siblings, cousins. It doesn't matter. I mean, it. the TV, our pastors. I mean, the list can go on and on and on. But when you have God in your heart, and Jesus in your life and the Holy Spirit living within you, you know, that little thing that tugs on you, that little guilty thing that you get, and you start like, oh, gosh, I have this icky feeling inside of me. Yeah, 
That's the Holy Spirit. If you have the Holy Spirit living in you, you know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, I had that feeling. I knew that I didn't do the right thing, but I knew my choice was made at the time that I chose to have sex. And now that I was pregnant, I didn't have a choice anymore because I had another life inside of me that I knew that God placed there at a very young age of 15. Now, I am not dissing the Catholic religion, okay? Because I'm just saying this because my boyfriend's family was Catholic. So here are three adults in this room with a 15-year-old girl. I'm just a Christian girl, but these three were trying to get me to get an abortion. And this little 15-year-old girl told them no. And they kept trying to tell me why I should. So my answer to them was, I thought you guys were Catholic. Is abortion okay in the Catholic religion? Because I didn't know I was 15. I had no idea. I said, because it's not all right in my religion. I said, I have a live human being inside of me that God placed there. I'm not going to get an abortion no matter what you try to talk me into. And the reason why I'm saying a little Christian girl and Catholic, because you what I'm getting at here is those were three adults. My mom wasn't present with me. It was just me. Not even my boyfriend was there to stick up with me, you know, or for me or whatever you want to call it. I was alone and I had to rely on God. And thank goodness that my parents had brought me up in church because I really think that could have been a difficult situation for someone that didn't have the Holy Spirit living in them. I knew that at that moment, I didn't have a choice. My choice was at the time of conception. Once that conception had already taken place, I didn't have a choice. Now that I could have the choice to keep the baby or to give the baby up for adoption, there's plenty of people that cannot have children of their own. I know several couples right now that are dying to have a child, to adopt a child, and the waiting list is so long. But, you know, they just wanted me to kill it. And yeah, I'm going to say kill it because abortion is murder. It's absolutely murder in my eyes, in God's eyes, in the book of life. That's what the Bible says. That's what the Bible teaches us. You know, God knits human beings in heaven. That's what the Bible says. And then he places them in their mother's womb. That means that he is entrusting us to take care of that child while it's in our womb and growing and then on whether it is to adopt the child out or to raise the child as our own. Well, I kept that baby. I did not let them talk me into an abortion. My mom couldn't believe it. You know, I hid that pregnancy for almost four months until my mom finally asked me. I was terrified of t- 
telling my parents. I was getting sick on the long bus ride to school that was about 30 minutes to get us to school. I used to take a paper sack with me. My best friend Noni would say, you really should eat breakfast. I mean, she was just as naive as everyone else. But yeah, I was... I hid it for so long. And because I went to a clinic, they couldn't, to find out if I was pregnant, they encouraged me to tell my parents, but I kept hiding it. I went to, I was a gymnast at the time and I did tell my gymnastics teacher in high school simply because I didn't know if that would hurt the baby. And she had to keep quiet about it, but did move me to a regular PE class. But Nevertheless, you know, that's my story. I had that baby when I turned 16 and then I had her. And, you know, I still have her today and she's 42 years old and has given me two grandchildren. I am so thankful that way back then, no one could talk me into doing something I would have regretted for a very long time. You know, I was reading in a book the other day this little story about a baby's prayer, and I wanted to share it with you because it talks about this single mom who was 42, and she realized that she might never have a child. Now, she was a singer, and her name is Kathy Tricoli. And this is a quote. She says, but God has repeatedly brought me stories from women who have chosen life over an abortion as a result of hearing a song I wrote. Tricoli had just finished singing at a concert in Dallas when a young woman's voice came over the loudspeaker. She said when she was pregnant with her second child, people told her to abort the baby. She went to one of Tricoli's concerts and heard the song, A Baby's Prayer, which says, But if I should die before I wake, I pray her soul you'll keep. Forgive her, Lord. She doesn't know that you gave life to me. Now you see the Holy Spirit used that song to help that young woman that day and keep her baby. And Kathy said that God showed her that more children have been born through that song than she could ever imagine. So you see, things out in the world right now, here in America, we've just gone through an election year, and now they're reversing, trying to reverse the laws and whatnot on abortion. I live in the state of Montana, and up here in Montana, our state and our governor are putting their own fight on abortion and not signing that over in our state, which I find to be wonderful because it's just not a free world. I mean, we we don't have really free choice if you want to live in purpose and if you want to live in Christ and Christ in you and you living by the word of God, which is the Bible, the word of life, because God was pretty strict about what he put down in the book. I mean, if you get into right away uh, with Moses, uh, the first, you know, the 10 commandments, 
Yeah, a lot of other laws came into play, but those Ten Commandments were the first law that God wrote with his own finger. In fact, he had to do it twice because remember, Moses broke the tablet. So when you think about this, thou shalt not murder is one of those Ten Commandments written all that time ago. The longest living book in all history, the most published in how many languages? I have no idea, but it's the Bible. You know, they find they have found written things about the Bible. Archaeologists have on walls. They have found scrolls. They have found so many discoveries from the past is how I use to talk about them in my YouTube videos. But there's so many discoveries from the past that archaeologists have dug up that prove that things are true in the Bible. Now, how can you do something and how do you live with something as murder? Now, I want to say something. I want to interject something right here because there may be people out there that is, have already had abortions. And you know, God knows your story. And just know that if you sincerely ask for repentance and forgiveness, he's going to give you that. I don't want to sit here and say that I'm bashing anyone because I'm not. Because everyone has their story. There's a backstory to everyone. We don't know each other's stories. We don't walk in each other's shoes. We have no right to judge anyone. And I am not judging because that's God's job. But it is my job as a disciple of the Lord to point things out in the Bible, in the book of life, because God's going to hold me accountable when I get to those pearly gates. He's going to say, good job here, good job there. But what if I didn't tell you about what the Bible says about abortion and that it's wrong? He's going to say, why didn't you say that? You know it. You've had so many opportunities, Tammy. I hold you accountable for that. It says in the Bible, he will hold us all accountable for the things that we know and that he has discerned to us when we have missed the opportunity to speak out. In other words, remember when the disciples, some of them denied the Lord and he told them that they would. You know, it's the same thing. We have got to be strong in our faith and we have got to stick up for what's right in God's eyes because this is just a fleeting moment here on earth. Heaven is going to be eternity. So for what little pleasure and what little things like, you know, don't live to be as extravagant as your neighbor. Like, don't try to outbeat the Jones, I guess, so to say. But instead, be a disciple for the Lord, because all the things here do not matter. All these material things are just going to be left here when we go. It doesn't matter. We should be living in our purpose. 
And if you're scared to do that, you need to seek God because he will take care of things. It is so scary. It's scary to live out your purpose, but you can do it. Do you know the first time I went to a Planned Parenthood march with the Walk for Life? I didn't know what that was going to feel like. But you know they quit doing the abortions on the days that we did the walks. So in turn, that could have saved some lives just by them postponing the day. We don't know the bigger plan. We don't know what the Lord's doing. But just by showing up for what I feel is right, actually what I know is right, because the Bible tells me so, it could have saved a baby's life that day because Planned Parenthood chose to close down because we were marching all day. It could have saved a baby's life. Any of those days that I marched. Babies are given to us from God. Our choice comes at the time of conception, not afterwards. Well, it's my body. Well, actually, no, it's not. It's the temple of the Lord. Our bodies are given to us by God. They're the temple of the Lord. That's why we're supposed to take care of them with keeping in the word, nourishment, not only from the word, but even from food. We're to keep our bodies healthy. And we're supposed to stay in touch with the Lord. A baby's prayer. Do you know Johnson & Johnson just released one of their COVID vaccines that supposedly I was reading has aborted stem cells from the aborted babies? Yeah, it's, wow. I, I just, I don't even know what to say. What about the live birth abortions? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine, have you seen the graphic pictures of a baby being born and alive and then they basically murder it? I can't imagine that. I can't imagine that beautiful miracle of birth getting killed. There is no just reason unless you're the baby isn't in your womb, perhaps. I don't know. I don't know your reasons. I know my reason. My reason was to keep that baby. And my, my reason was because that's what God intended. But if you know someone or someone's struggling, just know there's people out there that will take the babies if you do not believe in abortion, do something about it. Go do some of these marches. Do something, and even if it isn't about abortion, do something, stick up for God. Do something in your purpose. Do not be.
be afraid because people need to hear your voice. People need to know that you've gone through something that they can relate to. We all need to share with one another our experiences. That's why I've shared with you today about my experience. You know, I went on to a place that had housing for teenage mothers that were pregnant, hadn't had their babies yet. And I became a mentor and I mentored for a long time, you know, several teenagers that were going to have their babies. I showed them that you could go ahead and finish school. I showed them you can go ahead and have your child that you can make it. And if it wasn't for them, you can go ahead and have the child and give it up for adoption. I mentored them through their pregnancy because sometimes Somebody really thinks they can't do it. Maybe they don't have the support. They need support. That's why people need to know our stories. They need to know there is support out there. So if you're somebody that's listening right now and you've either already had an abortion and you feel guilty about that or you need prayer about it, or if you're someone that's facing a situation like that and you need prayer, please let us know. We have resources. I will get you the resources personally. I will help you and get you in touch in your location with anyone that is available close to you that can help you. And I want to pray for you because we need to let these babies be born. We need to let God's children come to the living with us and just praise God for that beautiful miracle. So yeah, a baby's prayer to a mother. But if I should die before I wake, I pray her soul you'll keep. Forgive her, Lord. She doesn't know that you gave me life. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that you found some value here and I hope that you share my little podcast and God's podcast with others that could use some uplifting talk and some real conversation about real life testimonies and miracles. I would love to see you back next Thursday when we drop our next episode. This is Tammy Becker. I am the Gospel Girl. And don't forget about Almighty God, who gives me the words for this podcast. I will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another weekly episode of the Almighty God and Gospel Girl podcast. If you have a testimony you would like to share with us, please contact us through our website, at youministries.com. That's Y-O-U-Ministries.com. Until next week, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn His face toward you and give you peace.